Hey everyone, this is Tiffany Red, and welcome to my podcast, The Random Approach. I want to take this time to give a shout out to Anchor, which is a platform where you can create, distribute, host, and monetize your podcast 100% free. So if you're like me, you want your voice to be heard, this is a place to start if you have no idea how to start. All you got to do is download the app and press record and start talking. Did I mention it was 100% free? So join Anchor and let your voice be heard. Hey everyone, this is your girl Tiffany Red, and welcome to The Random Approach. Now I'm excited about this segment because I have a very special guest that's going to be accompanying me on this topic. And so, I'm just going to get it started. So, I want to introduce a good friend of mine, Mr. Kenneth Holly. Say what's up. What's up? What's up, good people? How are y'all? So, I'm a little nervous. But anyway, so, here we go. Um, So, this is Mr. Kenneth Holly. If you don't know him by now, apparently you haven't watched Back Lightning, uh, Fatal Attraction. You know what? I'm going to give the floor to him. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do all right well first of all uh, big thanks shout out uh, miss robinson miss tiffany right here in the random approach for having me uh, i've worked on a couple of things um like she said fatal attraction atl homicide both of those were on tv one uh, murder chose me which was id discovery and a couple of background roles here and there film and tv um worked uh with project greater that's an indie project we're working on now, and um, High Heels was one of my first indie projects. So, you know, if you've been here and there, everywhere. Okay, okay. And um, also, you he does music. He does music. Right. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, we can. So, uh, you can cut my album, uh, Defiance and Decadence, on all digital platforms right now. Um, I'm a, I guess, an, a rock metal or be acoustic artist. I do a lot of this, a lot of that. Um, been doing been doing music for a long time. I love it. It was my first love. So, you know, just still trying to just do my thing and stay stay true to the arts and the passion. Amen to that. Amen. It's just funny because, you know, I was around when you first started getting to the acting thing because my understanding yeah. was, um, you know, you really wanted to do more with your music and you were using the acting platform to, you know, wig yourself in, but come to find out, we got an actor on our hands. Correct, yeah, it was crazy because I didn't think my acting career would go where it went as fast as it did. And, you know, like, like you said, I was wanting my music thing to pop off quick first, but yeah, we got into that, I fell in love with acting and, you know the gigs were coming and what am i supposed to say no i, I took them to those shots and it's crazy because now it is coming full circle where the acting is slowing down because i'm trying to get bigger parts mm. um, they come a little bit far and few in between more auditions than parts so in between time i'm trying to put out music again and you know you know it's crazy because sometimes i get opportunities to for my music to be featured in movies and those are some things I'm working on now so like you said it did kind of help spring a platform for my music to be used as well 
Well, I'm glad because I, I can say I am a fan. You know, I have Avenged the Broken Man on my iPod, and I, I also realized that I have Empty on my iPod. It's Empty Untitled or something like that. Oh yeah, Untitled. Yeah, I oh. remember when I, I think I gave that to you. Yep. Yep. So he's he's a brilliant artist. I didn't realize it much then. But, you know, I really am expecting to see great things coming from you. And just keep keep working. Just keep doing the work. You'll get there. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So, seeing you is cool that you're doing this right here. I did. I never thought that I would be seeing you running your own podcast. And, you know, much respect, man. You start your own thing. And that's always, you know, I always want to support people that are doing their own thing with their love. Because what you do, if it's love, it's not work. So you're never working. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. Because, you know, I love to talk. I love to talk. But for some reason, I'm I'm very shy, introverted. And this is something completely opposite of who I am or so-called who I am. But, you know, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. Like anybody, you start somewhere. You just follow your path. Absolutely. So... Thank you for being my first guest on this iPod. I mean, iPod podcast. I didn't really, um, I didn't really think I was gonna have anybody on, you know, my channel. But you know, I, I really want to start getting out there. So I'm gonna have to start really, kind of, you know, there's people that support me. Shout out to Kimar. That's my brother from another mother. You know, my family grew up with him. My our parents know each other since you know they was young so shout out to him for even giving me the confidence and the motivation to get this podcast started so and he's always one of the ones that always share my segments so shout out to him so I guess we can get started now I was trying to decide what we would talk about because you know this is the random approach and apparently I'd be random with what I talk about so we can start on relationships and I want to talk about the individuality in relationships. Is that something that can be integrated with within each other? Like because it says culture and individuality are mortal enemies. But I feel that there could be some kind of middle ground to where two people can come together to create a life that they want together by also being individuals. Right, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, those are two bold um, terms, culture and individuality. As an individual, you have to, we, we were individuals when we came into this world, we're gonna die individuals. We have our own characteristics, our own traits. We grow up, we learn things, we experience things. That's what makes us different from everybody else. Absolutely. And then when it comes to our culture, we have different cultures. There's black culture, white culture, um, you know, sports culture, um, artistic culture. There's so many cultures that, you know, that help shape us and also contribute to our individuality as well. So in my personal opinion, when it comes to the two, they're both important, but What's more important is the understanding and the communication between the two. Um, the individuality, in my opinion, should be respected and understood from the jump, from day one. Um, and the mm -hmm. culture should be a mutual understanding. 
Absolutely. Because if anybody, if, if y'all don't know what culture is, to me, this is my definition. It's tradition. It's one way of life, uh, one language, customs, ways and actions, you know, freedom, lack of restraint. Because one thing when it comes to, you know, the African, African-American community, you know, we have certain cultures and traditions that we've had for generations. But also, a lot of those traditions been passed down from slavery. So do you feel that some of the traditions we've been embedded with, do you think they're still, you know, prominent today? Because a lot of people are starting to, like, kind of let go of certain things. Like, for example, like the way we eat. You know, we love some soul food. You know, I love me some soul food. But we're also realizing that soul food is that link to our health. So, um, I definitely, I think it depends on what it is because some of the things that have come come down with our culture are beautiful. Um, we absolutely. I, I mean, I can't really speak for any other culture because I'm a I'm a black man, a black heterosexual man living in America, so I can only speak from my own perspective. But as far as our culture, there are some beautiful things that's come down um, from slavery. Like uh, we we have a strong family oriented sense when the family is together and on point we love to come together yes we do love to eat mm-hmm. you know black people it's said that a black person can go to a whole nother family reunion that they don't even they don't even know any of those people and they, it's almost like they'll be accepted because that's the type of people we are we're accepting right um, and during slavery time and particularly we were all we had so that's the truth but then like you said there are negative things that come from that as well um the negative aspects the the ways we had to deal with each other when it came to the slave master and you know you had mom mothers that had to treat their sons and daughters a certain way because they were afraid that the slave master would try to sell them because they knew they loved their kids so we get a lot of that whole um you know that hard exterior from that because for so long they had to act like they didn't even love their kids in front of the slave master mm. so there were definitely some negative things that came down from that as well but now like you say people are starting to get away from certain things we're starting to have those conversations and starting to really evaluate who we are it's a different time it's a different um it's a it's a different time in a lot of ways and um we're starting to have those conversations about how we should be as far as the people again, people in general, looking at our, um, each other and, and reevaluating. So. Absolutely. So talking about that with slavery and black relationship. Now, I've been seeing this a lot lately, but apparently this is something Ooh, it was a conversation 30 plus years ago and apparently it had manifested more in in today's time um there's this disconnect that we have as a people in in our relationships because you have a lot of you know black single mothers out here that truly feel that the black man just left the home you know with no remorse and I understand it's more deeper than that so, do you want to like touch bases on why that is? Is it more yeah. than just 
the black man just don't want to be a man in his home and he want to just go and not take care of his family do you feel like he was pushed out the home do you feel like oh do you feel like it was just something that we both contribute from both sides black men and black women to the condition of our community today i think it's i think it's a comp that's a complex concept um a little bit about my background i've had both my parents in my life since day one i've seen my dad every single day um, before i moved from gaston alabama to atlanta georgia um and my mom i saw them both you know they had you know they're good and bad days but they were always together so um i have i've seen a black man staying in you know in his home and taking care of his home to the best of his ability um, unfortunately a lot of us don't get that but when it comes to your aspect of of the black man in general where we do see the latter as far as him not being in the home it's a lot to look at um, a lot a lot of times people say it's just that man and his decision some people say that it's um, more so about it's deeper than that the what we've been through as a people. Um, in my personal opinion, I think it's a mixture of things. Um, you can't, yes, I feel like every man should be held accountable for what they do. Right. If you if that man leaves the relationship, his, his daughter, his son, or whatever, that man made a choice. Definitely don't, I never will take away from the fact that we have, we can make a choice. Right. We can choose to be better, we can choose to do what everybody else does or be worse um, but you do also have to have some type of uh, sense um, you have to be sensible about and truthful about the fact of the reality that this society set our family or this 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 country let me say that this country set us up for failure right we we were set up for failure when we got here we were broken apart the male was broken down. The black the black man was broken down. The black man was uh, shamed, burned, killed, skinned, raped, every raped, everything broken down by men, raped in front of his woman. In front of his, his woman, and then you have the woman sitting there watching this. Her baby being ripped from her arms. You know she's getting right. raped. You know, and right. I think our sorry to cut you off i think our um our anger and our rage is really it, it's geared it's geared towards towards each other like once again i understand it's all about choice but it's more like we didn't start out this way and now we're blaming each other for the condition i understand you know we still play our part but we're not really looking at the trauma that we experienced through that time. Right, and, and, and we've never dealt with it. No, that's, not at all. That's the big problem. The, the trauma's never been dealt with. What do, when people go through things in life nowadays, what do they do? When they have things that they don't understand about themselves, mental health is being pushed really heavily. What do those people do? They go to therapy. Go to therapy. So where, where was our therapy after slavery? We didn't have it because we went from slavery to the Jim Crow area where, you know, men and women being hung, 
um, you know, especially when the jobs, you know, because of course we were getting the jobs because we've been working. But then that was taken away. So now, okay, so that's like my next question. Now, as, as the role of a man is supposed to be the provider, the protector, the disciplinary, you know, this role that a man plays that a lot of, you know, gener our generation and before us is not getting because the lack of the presence of a man in our life. So, mm, that's a good question. Sorry, I had to, <laughs> I zoned out, y'all, my bad. But yeah, so, um, so, okay, so what do you think could help? By bringing, because I know right now we're kind of far gone to really think of solutions. But like you said, a lot of us are starting to realize and starting to go get help because you know back then going to therapy people was for white people. Right, right. Um, I, I feel like that is going to be a big, a big part of it. Um, we got to quit. We got to quit looking the other way and, like you say, blaming each other. We had to really. You have to start from the root. Anything that you're trying to fix, if you don't have a good foundation, then it's gonna always be shaky. So you have to start with the root. You have we have to deal with those things. Things have to be acknowledged, and we have to have those conversations. As far as when it comes to the house and, and the home, and you know, we have to set examples. And that's a, when I pointed out my my father being home, being there, and my mom being there. That was a example for me that I took that, that stayed with me forever because I've seen those images and I would never dream of having a family and me, I could dream of me not being there right. because my dad was there for me unless it was some crazy circumstances where I just couldn't, it was just detrimental for me to be there. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I was raised to be, a, I'm a family guy, I'm a family man. If I have a wife and a son or daughter, you know, I know what I would want, and I know what my father and my mother would want me to do, you know? But unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't even have the image to even go on to have that type of morale or standard. Now, some people do. Some people do the opposite. They never had a father, whatever, in their life, and they're like, I'll never have that situation happen to my kids. So I won't say it's just that. But it, it even when you don't have those figures in your life that affects your relationships in my personal opinion right. and I've dated some some girls that that did not have fathers in their lives and I felt like that definitely played a part in um, the ways that maybe they looked at me in certain situations okay so speaking on the woman and I'm probably going to get a lot of slack for this but from uh -huh. my experience and what I've seen a lot of you know women you know more black women because I am a black woman we don't like taking accountability for what we contribute to the downfall